because it's tempting to kind of go all out and think, you know, I'm going to exercise every day, I'm going to do an hour a day, it's going to be awesome. But, you know, it can be better to sort of start more slowly, uh, kind of think about something that, you know, genuinely you can um, integrate into your, your life. We're all busy with competing priorities these days um, and something that you will stick to. Um, also, I think um, something that uh, either either you enjoy or you hate less than other things. And if you don't have a history of exercise, you say do something you like, but what if you don't know what you, you like? Because, you know, we all find it a bit intimidating to start something new. So, you know, going along with someone else and, you know, someone who can give you some tips on, uh, you know, what to wear, how to make it work, um, that, that can be handy. Um, I guess the other thing is if um, people have any type of health concern is, um, you know, really to get that medical advice. So, you know, from the the GP or, you know, other specialist um, or particularly from a a physiotherapist or an exercise physiologist who, you know, both um, professions are very skilled in movement and in, um, you know, really helping um, people get active, um, helping people overcome any barriers that they might have through any particular health conditions or or, you know, discomfort or anything like that. And does it surprise you that, uh, you know, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, it's a healthy lifestyle and, and physical activity is always right up there amongst them? No, not at all, because I think, um, you know, most of us actually know that we ought to be being more active, um, but in our, our busy lives and, you know, the way our society is set up, um, it's actually really difficult for people to, to fit that in. Um, you know, various studies have identified so many different barriers um, that people have, um, and it's, you know, it's really challenging to, to overcome those. So, you know, I don't think it's surprising that, um, you know, New Year's is a, is a time to make a fresh start and to, you know, have a a bit of a step back and think about what you might like to do differently. So, yeah, for for many people, you know, resolutions about getting more active are certainly front of mind at this time of year. You said the research has identified barriers. What are they and do we have the solutions? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, good question. Um, so we quite like using a, a sort of framework for behaviour change um, called the, the COMB. Um, and so that's about having the capability, the opportunity and the motivation. Um, and to us, that um, yeah, kind of really resonates with um, needing to have each of, of those different aspects in place. Uh, so capability is sort of knowing what to do. Um, opportunity is, um, you know, living know, somewhere where there's somewhere to walk or, um, you know, where you can be, uh, you know, near um, a, a, nice, um, a nice gym or, you know, inclusive um, community exercise place. Um, or, and then um, the motivation is, you know, what makes us actually get to it. <laughs> so it might be, you know, it's one thing knowing what to do and knowing where to do it, but then, um, you know, actually that motivation to, to make it happen. Where do you see us kind of from a public health perspective just falling short here? The WHO Global Action Plan to reduce physical inactivity by 15% by 2030. There's heaps and heaps of research on this, yet uh, physical inactivity seems to be at a pretty high level. 
Yeah, no, that is a key issue. Um, and so, and that global action plan is like really helpful. So it's about what individuals can do. So I guess that's what we've been talking about thus far. So in terms of, um, so they call that active people. Um, and so that's, um, that there's programs provided, that there's opportunities for people. Um, they also talk about active societies, which is actually about sort of social norms um, and it kind of being acceptable and uh, people supporting each other to be active. Um, then they talk about active environments, which is, um, you know, really having nice places, having paths, um, you know, particularly for um, people with mobility problems, um, you know, having accessible toilets and things like that. Um, and then active policies, which is, um, you know, actually government support. Um, so, you know, benefits uh, that might be health fund rebates or it might be, um, you know, subsidising um, exercise programs. Do you see it as a public health issue? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it really does need a, a kind of deliberate strategy um, from, you know, different sectors um, of government to be, um, you know, working together. Um, so, you know, individuals and health professionals just being sort of one piece of the puzzle. But, um, you know, we need broader support as well and, and deliberate strategies. Do we have that here in Australia? When we talk about public health campaigns, we talk about, you know, uh, skin safety. Um, but um, do we need to be doing something in this space? Yeah, no, absolutely. We, we really do need to have a kind of, um, you know, an, an Australian plan. Um, so, you know, there is it moves happening um, again in that direction in terms of having more of a, um, a prevention plan for Australia. But, you know, we're, we're not quite there yet. And in terms of recovering from the pandemic, do we have a sense of how, how um, that inactivity level has dropped off or whether it's recovered? What are the levels of sedentarism uh, at the moment? Do we, do we understand what the impact of the pandemic's been? Yeah, that's a great question. We we, we haven't, um, you know, really got great data on that, um, but it does seem like that um, people who um, like are particularly high risk, um, sort of were at high risk, particularly throughout the, the pandemic and, you know, might have, um, it was, you know, really unsafe for people to go along to um, community exercise and things like that and outpatient um, services from health. So that a lot of those things were actually stopped um, and uh, the, there is anecdotal evidence that a number of those people actually haven't uh, resumed being active as a result. Um, and we're also, um, you know, we are hearing from hospitals about um, people sort of coming in who are actually frailer um, due to those lasting benefits, lasting um, impacts from being less active um, throughout the pandemic. So, yeah, it's not clear that, um, you know, we have recovered in terms of levels of physical functioning. When you look at ageing and you talked about physical function, you know, what's the critical piece there of seeing exercise as a necessity? Yeah, that's, that's really crucial. And, um, you know, really throughout life and particularly in middle age, we really need to be getting into the types of exercises which um, do help us to maintain function and um, prevent falls later in life. Um, so, you know, really that kind of life course approach to prevention is, um, you know, really what we're, we're often missing um, in our society. Um, but then it's also not too late to start. So there's also strong evidence that um, starting exercise programs in older age um, can have benefits in terms of physical function um, and also falls prevention. What are some of the benefits of physical activity, you know, mental health, ageing? Uh, why is it important uh, that we, we, you know, we talked about it being a public health issue, that we, we get onto this? 
Yeah, so it's, it's really um, an adage that, um, you know, if exercise and physical activity was a pill, you know, everyone would be investing in it, everyone would be, um, would be wanting to take it. So there really are so many benefits. So across really so many body systems, um, you know, muscles, bones, um, you know, even uh, with the way our nerves work, um, you know, so many different things are, in our body are actually benefited from exercise. Um, as well as clearly um, chronic disease prevention, um, management if we do have chronic diseases, um, maintaining physical function um, I think is a, a benefit of exercise that's often um, neglected and you know, not talked enough about um, and also the, the mental health benefits. Um, and also the, the social benefits, um, you know, and, and just enjoyment. <laughs> I think, um, you know, the, those of us who have managed to get in a habit of fitting exercise into our daily lives, I think, um, you know, we would all report that the days that we have exercised, we just feel, you know, so much better, stronger, alert, more, more alert, more positive. So, yeah, really, I think there are so many benefits. And is it correct that the research shows that, um, you know, as little as 10 minutes a day of walking can have measurable uh, impacts on uh, chronic disease uh, reduction? Uh, yes, definitely. Yep. So, and that's really important from the public health point of view that it is clear that um, a little bit is definitely better than nothing. Um, but then more is is better than a little. Um, but that's where the building up is important. And so, you know, probably uh, most people could actually benefit from being more active. Um, but yeah, we we do need to sort of look at where we're currently at and um, and build up from there.